I got this little lucky bugger sitting here. Nice. Holy. I'm trying to think. Single red? I'm trying to think of when I got this. Hold on. Let me look. This had to be like 2016, maybe 17. You got all them back to clock away, but there. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. That's a wicked. That's a beauty. That's an old Alan Hammond. That thing's. That thing's sick. So yeah, put my name yeah. on it on the box and everything. Have you used it? No. I can't bring myself. You plan on. I don't know. I don't know if yeah. I will. What, what is that? Is it a duck or a goose call? Yeah, it's a duck call. Oh. From my 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 uncle Al. <laughs> <laughs> he does a bloody good job, I. Yeah. He's he's just a he's just a good bugger. You know what I mean? Doesn't matter what you think. You know what I mean? You know I I I would tell the story when I first met him. Uh, well, I'll, I'll tell it first. I'll introduce everybody. Then I'll tell it. And then I'll have to, uh, I'll have to clean up the conversation a little bit with him. <laughs> I was wondering what that was going down. Um, so <laughs> New Zealand is opening up May 6th is your opening day. Everybody's like pinned and pegged their blinds and did everything and everybody's getting their my, my straight. Uh, and their property and feeding and getting all the birds ready. So today, or I should say, well, tonight, my tonight, your today, uh, we're talking to uh, Connor, Carla. Uh, I don't have my accent on, so I would say it better if I did. You yeah, know. it's it's Connor, Carla. Yeah, hold on. You, you, you were super close, man. Hold on. <laughs> oh, and, and McKenzie, so so yeah right mate I, I need to get you how you going right i'm not, I'm not calling your i need to be down there for a little bit to get it back i've lost it so uh so connor connor guides callum does a bunch of video and production and pictures and stuff like that and they're diehard waterfowl guys so wanted to get you guys on and get everybody pumped up for you know the new zealand opener and and also you know like final approaches back into new zealand and we'll talk about that more but uh you know but the so I'll go back to Alan Hammond. I'll go back to the first time I meet him, right? So I go over. It's the first time I'm there, and everybody's like, I'm at Christchurch, and I'm at the duck night there. It's at, like, a nightclub or, like, a restaurant or something, and everybody's like, you, you have to meet Alan. You have to meet Alan. And I was like, okay. And so at this point, like, I've heard all the stories from uh, from all the guys that hunt fish in New Zealand, and they're just feeding me stories. And, and I'm like, what am I, what am I getting myself into meeting this guy? Like what he's like, he's either likes you or he doesn't like you. I remember, I remember, uh, um, uh, Holly and Jeff, well, Jeff Irvine mostly. And he's like, he's a weird bugger. He either likes you or and I'm like, what, what I'm like, I'm, it's like, I'm meeting the godfather of New Zealand duck hunting. Right. So, so what I didn't know, you know, before I got down there was, you know, like if you're a duck hunter, you're a duck hunter. That means you go all season, right? Or you go a lot. If you're just like a duck shooter, you just like go like a little bit or. You go, you go for opening more yeah. opening weekend and then you go for a jump shoot mid season and that's better. Right. So, so I'm like, so I like learn that. So I'm like, I'm like, okay. So the first thing, and I'll clean it up a little bit because I can't, I can't do all that. Uh, but so he comes up to me and he's got a drink in his hand and he looks all buggered. Like he always looks right. I love him. And he's like, he's like, Maria. And I'm like, yep. Alan Hammond. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> he just, he just leans into me and he goes, he goes, mate, are you a duck shooter or a duck hunter? And I said, and 
And I, and I like, I looked at him for a second and I said some colorful words and I go, I'm a duck killer. And he goes, Oh, oh mate, we're going to get along. We're going to get along great. <laughs> so, so that's like my, that's like my first, that's like my first meeting, you know, the godfather of New Zealand, you know what I mean? And then it's, you know, then it's Jeff and Hunter and then it's, uh, you know, then you guys come along and it's just like all these guys start popping up down there. So you guys got a pretty good culture down there. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's tradition. It's pretty, it's pretty cool down there. That is nice. Opening is pretty big, especially in the South Island. Like the further south you go, the bigger it gets, that's for sure. Yeah. Like all the sports canceled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Friday day off, all the rest of it, they get, they get pretty into it. All the local, all the local pubs have a duck shooter's breakfast or a duck hunter's breakfast at five, right. five o'clock in the morning or four thirty. It's, it's a, it's quite a large community down here. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I mean all the all the duck nights, you know, like all the stores, like everybody has their duck nights wherever they're gonna have them. I mean, what? I, oh my God, I've been down there twice, and I went to so many duck nights in so many places, and every each and every one is like so is is like different and cooler than the other one. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's bananas. Like Dunedin and Scott's store, or you go over to Larry's and, or you go to Quinny's and Otago, uh, Omaru, and you just kind of go to all these places and, you know, you go up to Simon's. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh my God. That one's huge. Oh, yeah. Bananas. They're going up after the staff and it's, it's huge, huge. You go up to Simon's and then like go down to uh, Mike Stentz down in Invercargill and you're like, holy crap, like there's there's a lot of guys, you know, that waterfowl hunt. So and duck hunt. So it's man, I can't wait. I can't wait to come back down and 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 just freaking go everywhere. Just stay in the South Island. Yeah, just stay with us, Mario. You don't have to go anywhere else. Just stay in the South. hundred percent. Yeah. I get it Listen, I'll go to the North Island and hang out with those guys and do everything. And we, man, we had a hell of a goose hunt up there with Shane Hearthstone. Uh, Shane's like the cooking guru now. If you see him, he's always got like some giant piece of meat on a smoker. Uh, like when you see, you know, we had a hell of a, a, a goose shoot with Shane. Oh, my God. We we throttled him on the North Island. So and that was at the Waikato. That was in that area. So we had a blast. So, yeah, I do like the South Island, though. I mean, you just. You just get to more rural, you know, you get to more places where nobody goes. You know what I mean? It's just, it's more wide open. It's like. Way, way better scenery to like. <laughs> it's pretty wild. I, I, you know, but I, man, I just love it down there. Everybody's so nice and everything's so cool. So. Um, Don't tell me. Huh? <laughs> Don't tell me we're on that. <laughs> the. Uh, <laughs> So us, uh, final approach kind of coming back down there. I mean, it's, it's no secret. Like everybody knows, like I was, I worked at Avian X. I, I did all I could to get Avian X in there and, and it's still been going strong. And then, you know, uh, I won't say what, what they're doing or what's going on, but I, I got a shot to get the final approach stuff in. So we're kind of making a, a little go of it this year. And then hopefully we could ramp up going into next year. But, you know, it's it, the thing that I'm excited about is, you know, I know I know what guys need down there because I've hunted down there. I've been down there and it's like, you know, all the other companies that kind of do stuff like nobody's really pays attention or comes down or does anything. You, you guys are like, I don't want to say the lost souls, but it's like, you know, like, I remember, like, I, I said, oh, I'll come, I'll come down the first year. I said I would come down. And they're like, what? They're like, will you really? And I was like, yeah. And then I came down again. They're like, what? So, and it's like, they weren't used to, like, people coming down and doing that kind of stuff. And I was like, no, that's, that's the, that's the cool part. That's how you figure out, like, what, like, what you guys need. You know what I mean? How, why is it so different than the U.S. or Canada or Europe, you know? Like you guys have a totally different way of doing stuff and not all of it, but there's certain things. I mean, the terrain, 
you know, like I remember when we were goose hunting, we were close to the coast. And when we were driving out in the car, um, Shane said, I hope they're not still in the field. And I was like, what? And he was like, well, well, if they stay in the field, like they'll be there when we get there. And I'm thinking to myself, why the hell would they not stay on the water? And I'm like, oh, and then it's like, you guys don't have any predators. Like, nah. you them out at night, right? That's up. Yeah. I would have never known that. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know, no predators. They get it. They get it pretty good over here. I, I um, yeah, and they know how to make a mess for predators. For sure. for well, yeah. well, right on the on the nests, right? You guys got to do your, you know, the stoats and the minks and whatever you guys got. You gotta, you know, you gotta do that kind of predator, but. But like for a full grown goose, you know what I mean? Like there's nothing that'd take it down really. You know what I mean? Nah. You guys don't have a coyote or a fox or anything like that. I mean, you barely have birds of prey. So, you know, I I didn't I didn't know all that, you know? Yeah. Mm. Uh, it's a pretty uh you know, pretty safe place to right? <laughs> You don't have to worry about any of that sort of stuff. It's hard for us to leave. Yeah. And it's just pretty bad all that. It's pretty. It's pretty quiet. You're right about huh? Coming down and like that whole face to face and like that goes a long way for Kiwis, I think. Like um, yeah. like you know, like you know, making the effort to come down and and uh, meet guys face to face and, and put your product. On the back. That goes a long way with Kiwis, for sure. Yeah. Um. So Connor, why don't why don't you? So you were doing what before you started guiding? Like what? What wanted you to? <laughs> what wanted you to do that? What got you going on that? Oh, I suppose I, I was uh, dairy farming for several years, milking cows, sort of got a bit over that. So um, started cranking up on the on the waterfowling side of things and the geese over the, over the last, I don't know, 14, 15 years, but really started giving it a good nudge at the last five or six and didn't have, to, could, didn't have the time of the day to milk cows shoot a goose or shoot a duck, it was just a bit um, a bit tiring, if you like. So um thought I'll weigh up my options with you either want to bloody work yourself to a standstill and not having time for yourself or um yeah give give the give the hunting a bit of a nudge and then we've got um we've got a lot of properties over here that we have hunted regularly for the last 14, 15 years and um, I sort of put it out there a couple of years ago that I wanted to sort of start out a, a bit of a guiding sort of um, outfit, if you like, to the farmers and and all that. And they, they just thought it was great. Hey? They thought, oh, it'll be great. You, you'll, you'll, that means you'll be here all the time. You'll be pushing right. these birds around all the time. Right. But you'll be full time. So, um, yeah, we've got plenty of um, – we've got a massive scope of um, coastal waterfowl areas, high country, um, all up and down throughout the south, uh, south Canary or the South Island. <clears throat> so, yeah, you'd be silly not to. There's not, I don't know of many um, waterfowling outfits, um, but um, well, not not to the extent that we sort of take it to. I, I like to say that we're probably the more professional out of the lot. Specialised, hey, like, mm. yeah. there is there's <laughs> obviously a lot of big game outfitters and, and there's a type. Um, yeah, a lot of, and they do, you know, run waterfowl hunts on the side, but right. um, yeah, to the extent that Connor's doing, that's for sure. You get kind of, yeah, yeah, like usually, yeah. Like, like usually, if you go and you you shoot your red deer, you know, which most of the outfitters are doing, they're doing a chamois or a red deer or something like that. Like if you, you know, shoot one early or whatever, what else are you gonna do? You know, you go shoot some birds or you know, you know, go fishing. You know, I mean, you're you're doing fishing too, Connor. Like you guys have, you know, the fishing is bananas. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm like not, you know, I fish here like what because I got nothing to do. I got nothing to shoot at, right? So I go fishing, right? But over there, like you guys got incredible fishing, whether it's you know offshore. You know, we did red snapper when I was down one time, which was freaking crazy, right? And and you guys have, I mean, the trout, the trout is just nuts. And you know, yeah. I remember being on the boat with Hunter going up the river, and the, the 
you know, the thing that people don't understand about New Zealand and you guys are spoiled and you guys don't even know it is the water is so clear there that you, if you guys came here, you would be like, you can't even see, like you put your arm in the water and you're like, you can't see it. Right. Down there. I'm like looking at these fish and I'm like, I'm like, slow the boat down. I'm like, look at the size of these fish. And, and Hunter's like, Oh yeah, bro. That's like 17 feet deep. And I was like, what? looks like I just stick my hand in and grab them. They're like right there. Yeah. That's, uh, you guys yeah, are there's a lot of that, the old, the goose, well, goose hunting over the years has just unlocked everything for us. Like just persistence with hunting and things like that. Um, yeah. It unlocks a massive array of outdoor activities. So just that persistence over the last 14, 15 years has led me to <clears throat> where I am now. Um, access to bull tar and red deer on private land, right. um, crystal clear spring fed glacial rivers, um, great big mountain tarns, like a, like a pond in the, in, the, in the top of the mountains, just beautiful scenery. And I, I think you'd be down not to take up that opportunity of trying out a guide, you know, a, a guiding outfit and giving it a good nudge when you've got everything on your doorstep, you've got all the access that you need. Um, yeah, I think it's a, yeah, I think it's a, you might as I, well I, think it's, I think it's going to go good, but it's not like I'm, no one knows about us. We've only been going for 10 months now. Um, I'm just a, I'm a drop in the ocean. No one knows about us. So I don't expect to hit the ground running and expect to have clients all over the show and this at the next thing, but it's going to take time and I've, I've got the patience, but I'm going to make it happen. Well, <laughs> You know, here's the other thing, like, like, like people are still a little shy coming out of COVID for travel. So you're coming off of all of that. You know what I mean? Like people are just really getting back into going places. And it's like, you know, if you want a bucket list trip that I think since because I've been there and I know and I've been a lot of places and it's no doubt a bucket list trip like whether it's waterfowl or trout fishing or red deer or, or tar or chamois or, or whatever, like the, or, or, uh, uh, what else, what other deer you guys have? Uh, why can't I think of it? Fallow deer. Yeah. And the fallow, yeah, like, like, yeah, like you guys have so what? much shoot a wallaby or two, you know? Yeah. Couple, <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, yeah, couple Thanks. thousand rabbits at night or something. If you're bored, you know. Uh, yeah, just in a day's work, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Holy God! When I met, I met the first rabbiteer. When I first met the first rabbiteer there, Callum, I was yeah. like, he's like, he's like, oh yeah. Um, I go from from this place to you know, I just go from this farm to this farm, and he was talking about like you know, I shot 500 rabbits last night here. And then I went, you know, here for another 400. And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, yeah that's, that's my job. And I was like, there's a lot of guys, especially our age, we've got a few friends that are, that are getting right into it too. Like, and they're just knocking over wallabies flat right. out. Right. Not much bunnies. Wallaby, especially around where we live, it's like Wallaby Central. Like just bloody but there's stories of one just in someone's garden here the other day. So. I'm like stunned. I was, I was stunned like about that. So then I was like, okay, this this place is nuts. So yeah, I mean, and bucket list. So listen, bro, you're just getting your name out there. So it'll it'll start happening. Plus, like I said, even the fishing guys, like fly fishing guys or trout fishing guys, or I mean, it's it's world class down there. Everything that goes on down there is is world class. Plus, you know you're talking about the scenery like you can't really understand the scenery until you're there you gotta you gotta be able to experience it but that's the that's another thing that you offer you know we offer like we're not only you know going to hunt birds but we it's yeah like you said it's hard to explain you just have to be there but i like i understand people are are really timid because i haven't had a um an american group coming yet so i haven't got any references or anything like that but i've had um, I've got one, I've got a group coming over at the start of uh, the end of May. Oh. So I can only assume it's going to go go from there. Um, I've had a couple from the UK 
um, ducks last year. That was before we actually started up properly and just, yeah, had quite a few fly fishing um, clients this year, oh, which, which went really well. Um, got a repeat client that's coming over November, December this year. Just, yeah, it's only, it's only, can only get better. Sure. Yeah, I mean, wait, wait till just word of mouth, like, like, wait till those guys come over at the end of May and like shoot someplace and the water's so clear and, you know, mm. it's just, it's, it's sick. It is absolutely. Yeah. Sick. So, well, uh, we've got um something in the pipeline at the moment um, regarding a, um, not, I probably shouldn't say too much, but a, um, a, a Scottish guiding company. So might possibly head over there this year and, uh, meet them and do a bit of guiding with them and spend, sure. spend a couple of weeks with them and, yeah, come back and see how it all goes. But I think uh, getting into that guiding community on the other side of the world, um, yeah. that's, that's where it's at. Um, yeah, the, yeah, networking, that's for sure. Um, like, obviously, the, um, uh, all, the, all our social media platforms, that's the only way that we can sort of get across to the other side of the world. So that we're heavily reliant on that. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think to go over to the well, Scotland, for an example, and and do the real deal and spend time with, with clients and meet yeah people like that, so on and so forth. That yeah, so, I don't think it's a skip backwards. You gotta get you gotta get your name out. Plus, it's word of mouth too. Somebody comes over, a good group comes over, they have a good time, they tell all their buddies. Like it, it'll spread. You know what I mean? It'll spread. Plus, you know. We need we need to get you up to Canada so you can start guiding up there or whatever. I I talked to my buddy Tyler and he just he's he's full with guys right now, but he's he's been toying opening another camp and he's been just right there. So we'll see if that happens. Then we'll have to get we'll have to get you over. Then then your head might explode when you're up there because that's a yeah 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 wide open spaces. Hundreds of thousands of birds. I've seen it all over the bloody internet. Pretty impressive, isn't it? Oh, it's it's nuts. But but coming down to you guys, totally different, totally different scenery, different everything. Like the river hunting's different. Like everything is hunting, and it's so it's so different. So I I enjoy it. I think it's I think it's a freaking incredible place. Um, so what uh, are you guys going to any duck nights, or what are you guys doing? We got one. Next week, got the Ballingers one up in Trimaroo. Uh, um, yeah, Simon and Jeremy out there. So you're going to Simon. Yeah. Simon. Um, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Formerly Cameron Wars old store. That's how you oh, the one in Christchurch. Yep, that's the one. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's usually a pretty good night. That's that is. That's like where that. I met Alan. That's where I met Alan. That was that was that was Cameron's store. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and, um, probably at the Carlton Pub or something like that in town. Gives you a pretty good spot for beer or three. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> there'll be there'll be a couple pints there. Don't worry. Yeah, nobody will get, nobody will get scared away at the bar. Don't worry. <laughs> no, no, no. no it's pretty cool. It's pretty good one. It's usually it's usually one of the bigger ones around the country. Like, yeah. it's hard to compete with old. Simon O'Connor. What are you guys shooting? Uh, what are you guys shooting opening weekend? What are you doing opening day? Like, is it is it because I know it's a lot of like a lot of places and a lot of families. It's the whole family or everybody comes in from everywhere. Um, so what are you guys doing for the opener? Oh, we've shot a uh, we've shot a public lake for last um 13 or 14 or 13 years about a 400 hectare lake got 40 odd hunters on it um but we sort of you sort of start to get used to start learning how it all works and all that and you it's never it's never a surprise when you end up with however many birds you ended up for the weekend so we sort of wanted to try somewhere a little bit different this year we might look at shooting a local river um doing trafficking birds um Running big spreads, you know things that just just we just wanted to try it up. Yeah. Um, something we've wanted to try for a long time. So um, yeah, good good variety of hunting. Ducks all cut up in your face, like like on the lake. It's yeah. um, standard your standard shot that you're shooting 
about 40 yards, 45 yards. It's a bit of a stretch, but right. sort of get used to it as well. But um, yeah, I think the old river would be pretty enjoyable. I think Cal done it a few years ago, and he's always done it. And, mm. Yeah, enjoy it. Well, the, the lake's probably a little bit more chaos with everybody on it. You know what I mean? Oh, we, and once yeah, the shooting call, starts, we call it a, 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 a the popcorn machine. It's pretty <laughs> full on. It's um. Yeah, it's it's very frustrating breaking ducks down from great heights and crawling yeah, your lungs yeah. out and bursting blood vessels and then you get them just down to 50, 60 yards about to fully commit over your spread oh, and some bugger bloody starts shooting away, which that's uh, that's the joy of public land and yeah, that's why your birds are a lot more rewarding. But um yeah, yeah that's right, that's right. Yeah, there's, there's obviously something there that we enjoy so much to keep going back but that's that's when you shoot your massive bags for for the opening because everyone's out and about and you, you'll get a full mixed bag of quite a high tally so it's um it's always enjoyable and it's hard to let that go to go and try somewhere else right. not knowing unknown but it's always good to why not give it a nudge it's not the end of the world yeah i mean you know here i try to well, all the way throughout the whole year, I try to just avoid the crowds and, you know, I would rather, I'd rather shoot two birds in some quiet little hole, you know, than shoot 50 in, in, in some popcorn machine, like you're saying, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, yeah. sometimes I just need a little peace and quiet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it doesn't hurt. I suppose for us, it's more the just trying to carry on that tradition like my yeah. father there from right. you know when he was 18 to however old he is now which i probably shouldn't say he be very happy about that and then <laughs> and then um you know my grandfather shot there and my great-grandfather so it's quite cool to just carry on that tradition well sure yeah yeah um there's, there's a lot of um yeah there's a, there's a, yeah just all good i love it yeah mm. Yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> just don't just don't start drinking the spites until you you're after you're done no, right? the worst part about yeah waterfowl and culture is the dna so. yeah yeah we are we at home, yeah right? i yeah, i i do not agree with that one but that's bad you know is that carol i remember i remember shooting the river i won't say which one but i'll just say me we went with Alan Hammond. It was me and Alan and his buddy. I think his buddy's name is Alan as well. Alan and Alan. And then Alan's son was in with his buddy. And like, it was like, they cooked the whole time we were out. Like somebody was on the grill, like the whole time. And I was like, are you guys going to hunt? Oh, I'm just having a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, but half an hour. Not, yeah. Come on. Yeah. yeah. We had we had a really good time. So the river hunting there, I really enjoyed. Like, uh, and we hunted a couple different ones. I loved it. I loved it. I thought that was, you know, pretty pretty cool. So, and and the big the big my minds are good. Like you you sit in and you're having you know you're cooking everything right there and everybody's shooting and having a good time. Like that's still good too. Like because everybody's together. So you guys definitely have some cool. You definitely have some cool stuff. There's no doubt about it. So. Uh, you got all your decoys and all your stuff set. You're ready. Everybody's like itching. Everything's all rigged. Can't wait to try all the new, all the new FA gear. It should be good, eh? Yeah. Cal, you, you do a bit of river shooting, eh? Love it. Yeah, we were probably, and most of our stuff as kids, you know, growing up, Dad was always out on the river. We like kind of, I suppose life for us kind of evolved from our river. Like Dad's dad, granddad for us was, right. you know, on the edge of a big river in the South Island. I would say right. we, is that a good where we do and what we do. But um yeah, we were always brought up on the river. So yeah. salmon season, you know, rolls into duck season, duck season rolls into trout season. And right. On the river all the time. Yeah. Yeah. No matter yeah, like, the, so, whole, the whole year. That's it, pretty much. Right. Yeah. So right. that's a and then you throw a wee bit of big water stuff in there too, like um, I would like, do it too. I would do the river oh, all the time. I would just stay on the river. I'd live on the river. Good for you. It's good yeah. for you. But yeah, you throw on the places like Lake Alice there and Waitona Lagoon down the south, and that's a, right. a bit of a Right, you get on the big water. Yeah. Ellsbury, yeah. I didn't shoot. 
Oh, oh man, it's, I, I know. I, I listen, I've heard all the stories. Uh, yeah. I've heard stories from all the guys and everybody always says, and then when the wind kicks up and I see the pictures and the video, like, I, I know, I just haven't done it. Like, I didn't have the opportunity yet. So, yeah, that's, it will, it will be, that's yeah, a historic, no, that's historic place, no doubt. Yeah, exactly. no, yeah. it's got a yeah. lot of history there, for sure. Yes. Yeah, yeah a, lot of, a lot of heritage, a lot of history, and, yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of guys there that have got a lot of stories, you know. Oh, yeah. All sorts. Oh, yeah. It's pretty cool it's it's definitely a, it's definitely a cool it's definitely a cool place there's no I, I mean we drove by it we looked at it the whole deal it was right before the season actually i was at cameron's um because he he drove me up there to go take a look at it. he's like you got to see this he's like we stick the boat in and we go and do all the stuff he was telling me everything about it so i was like yeah and then he's like you know this place could get real nasty when the wind comes up and i was like yeah i bet so yeah yeah it looks, <laughs> it looks pretty cool. So I, I was like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't do that, but I need to probably put that on my list just to, just That's to see it, you know. Why don't you have some good days out there when it's finally calm, but really, we really need to win. Yeah, good really suddenly coming. Yeah, you just got to have one. Just move the ducks around and because otherwise I'll just sit out. They just Can throw they, them up. Uh, it's a pretty hard, you know, oh, they can sit out some rough stuff. Yeah, I always call it the Alasmere Skybusting Society because they get shot at. Yeah. I like fire coming along at a nice level and then they get close to shore and they go sky high. And, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they know what's going on. Yeah, they do. The birds get hit on anything. It doesn't matter where you yeah. are. They get used to everything. They know what's going on, you know. I hate to hunt that fire tonight. So frustrating. Well, yeah, it's frustrating. Yeah, we've been pretty lucky where we've been hunting like this. Opening for us is, is always down on one of the big rivers in South Island. One of the, yeah. yeah, biggest I think. Um, yeah, we, my brother and I, found a, a nice sort of backwater ten, eleven years ago, and over the years it's just developed into a bit of a willow hole. As close as New Zealanders are going to get to hunting timber anyway. And, yeah, and it's just it producing ducks, and it's not a really good flight line. It's not yeah. ducks aren't really used, but there's a lot right. of calling. Um, so you get them in, right? Oh, I love it. Yeah, calling like that's the best part, especially my brother's pretty handy on the duck call as well, and get a couple of mondos down in there. And get <laughs> that's good fun, real good fun. So, oh, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't doubt it. The river, like I said, the river hunting to me down there. Like if you have some backwater, you have a little spot or whatever you got. Like that's every time we were crossing a river, I was like, oh, that that looks. I want to get on that one. <laughs> Most of them hold ducks as well. That's the beauty about it. Whether it's like you might be hunting braided river or you might be hunting something that's quite swampy, it can vary so much too. Like right, that. right. Yeah, and braided. Yeah, there was a couple. I mean, th there's different. There, there was one we hunted that was really rocky. You know what I mean? Like yep. the bottom and stuff like that. And then another one's got like really hard current. Like there's like, it's different. There's, there's yeah. definitely different, different river systems down there to hunt. It's pretty cool. It, you guys have, like I said, a lot of different things going on down there on what you could possibly hunt. And the goose hunting is just, that's the duck hunting. The goose hunting is just, you know, like I remember being down there and I remember the guys going like, yeah, there's really no rules. And no, I was no, like, <laughs> yeah, Matt doesn't make us feel a little bit of burial. It's like, what do you mean there's no rules? It's like, yeah, like it's an evasive species. So you can just kind of shoot it all year and there's really no, no rules. Which, which is silly because it, it, that Canada geese were on the game list and they were a game bird. Right. And then they got taken off a little bit. So when, what year was it? 2010? Yeah, it was probably 2010 or 15 years ago. Yeah. Like, it, was, it was that long ago? Yeah. 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 And they've just gone gangbusters, stuff like that, everywhere now. I mean, they've, they're a pretty robust bird, I suppose, but they are. They are. They are everywhere. Especially what's the numbers? Noise. The numbers are still high, though. Oh, man. Like, I was talking to, is where I'm working at the moment, the farm, the next farmer up at the head of, uh, one of the big lakes down here. He 
reckons they've shot over 40,000 in the last 10 years. And that's just doing their culls. Like, that's, yeah. And that's not, like, that's, you know, that's doing their culls. So that's, that's not, not hunting them how they should be. That's not hunting. Not, that's just netting them and, and killing them. Yeah, well, they, yeah, more or less, yeah, bring them jet boats and get a couple of choppers working. And I mean, yeah. it's pretty, I, they've got to do it because, you know, it's, they say three geese to a sheep. So right. if you had two birds using the paddock, you know, it's a lot of food. That, New Zealand's you know, not big enough to have large numbers, so you have to find that, that medium right. of population control and things like that. But they are sort of getting to a stage now, like especially in a couple of places where we hunt. Um, like, and there used to be a winter flock of like three or 400, that would be your standard, but now there's nothing. There's ring, ring the farmer up or because... Usually they'd ring you up at this time of the year and go, oh, you know, we've got a problem. Can you come in? Yep, sweet as. Right. And now I'm ringing them and going, any any honkers to shoot? What's what's going on? So some that, so some places are losing them. Decimated, yeah. decimated, pushing them further south. That's a, yeah, but yeah, so that's the flip side to it, isn't it? Because then you go an hour down the road yeah, somewhere literally. else, and it's like oh. it's like they haven't been touched. So they've just been blown out of one yeah, catchment. They shouldn't be down. where they are. Oh. Well, they're just. Yeah. They're probably just adapting to what's going on, you know what I mean? 100%. Whether it's pressure or food or whatever else, you know what I mean? I there's mean, a there's a zone, there's a zone in the high country where they where they cull, and it's in a, it's a shape of a triangle where they have been heavily culled the last four or five years. So in that zone, they've been decimated. But out of that zone, so they haven't been touched. That's it's it's really old setup, but. Yeah, it's, well, it's out, completely out of our control. But we've we've still got the access oh, and the, of, very out of that zone. Um, so we're snow skin off our nose. We just have to travel an extra forty minutes or half an hour. Is that all the public? There's in between that as well. Public, so plenty of opportunity. Yeah, yeah, a lot of it. Oh, not a lot of it, but there is like there is a good chunk of it. Access there, yeah, where you could. Is that pretty neat? Is that high country stuff? Is that part of Molesworth or no? Nah, Molesworth is that's different to the north, but it's a, okay. It, it, it's it's different, eh? Like it's same, the same scenario. Same, same, but different. Yeah. Okay. Same, different, yeah. the same. <laughs> yeah. Same, but different. I'll yeah. I always see like a, a post from like Tracy and 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 Hunter and those guys like when they go to Molesworth and how like cold it is and and what like just some crazy, you know. It, it, you cool. look like you have to be crazy to go do that. And I'm like, yeah, I'm up yeah. for that. She's <laughs> all about it. I would, I would sign up for that. You know what I mean? So I, I'd rather just get a phone call and go and do a job. I don't know. Molesworth's pretty neat. It's, yeah, the whole camp. I, I suppose I can't dig it. I haven't been there. So the trouble is, is the guys that run it, they run it on a full moon every year. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty wild. Yeah, they run it. They run it on a full moon, eh? And all the geese, I don't know what they do in the States if they fly on a full moon like at night, but when it's full moon here, man, that's that's all the flying they do at that night time. Yeah. Yeah. So when it's full moon, like you might as well shut up shop. Yeah. yeah. I understand that. It's no different here. Yeah, that's yeah, this year this year's been very odd. Like hmm. from what we've learnt over the years about full moons and things like that, it's been a what like if you go and hunt a full moon, it's been a waste of time. Yeah. But yeah. we get into what we call the season, but it's when they start flying after their molt. Um, we, hunt, right. we, we had a couple of really, really good hunts um, on a full moon and only 130 birds using the field right. would be picking up, you know, just shy of 100. Like that. It's right. just mm. stupid, still shooting geese at 9.30 at night. Yeah. Right? It was pretty cool. And that, like, one of the hunts I'll never forget, they started flying at, like, 4 o'clock. Yeah. We got there, and we're like, oh. It was windy, though. Yeah, we're pulling out here and going, oh, no, they're already flying. Uh-oh, got to the paddock, and, yeah. But um, anyway, mm. we chipped away at them, and it was, it was a hunt of life. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, a lot of that kind of stuff, a lot of that kind of stuff is the same as over here, you know what I mean? Like, as far as, like, yeah. you're talking about the full moon and, and you know, some birds moving out of some areas and the pressure and what's going on and food or whatever else, it's all the same stuff. Like that is the same, you know. Yeah. That's cool. What's the uh what's the duck numbers like for this year? Are you guys looking pretty good? 
Yeah. Fish and Wildlife Sand, the fishing game. Yeah, I think I haven't actually had a decent look at dark numbers, eh? But kind of a touchy subject for me. I <laughs> I I bumped into the I oh, probably shouldn't say it, but I bumped into the fishing game ranger at three thirty in the afternoon to go down and count the bird numbers on a public bit of water. Right. When we were getting when we were getting down there, birds were birds were leaving, going at the feet. So you're not so you you're trying to write down your the specifics on bird numbers and letting the region know what the bird numbers are like in the area and things like that. Going down and counting them at four o'clock in the afternoon, the birds are already starting to leave. So you're right. not getting any. No. You're not. You're not getting any, the right your, read. Your your figures are not going to be correct. Yeah. You need to be going down there from ten o'clock to eleven o'clock yeah. to That's about right. two o'clock no later when they're yeah. hitting the roof. It's just starting to rest up so when it comes to numbers and then writing it down i i i'm sorry to assume the language but i think it's bullshit it's either, well, it's you gotta less, do it at the right time right that makes total sense i mean you can't you can't I mean, look at a roost right it's your job you should you, sh you should know that by now. <clears throat> do you know what i mean that's um, yeah. a little bit frustrating because that's <clears throat> a little more serious waterfowlers like to know what's going on with the bird numbers and right. why, why the limits are that and why that's risen or why that's dropped. But right. but when, right. the figures aren't, when the figures aren't correct or, or like, you, you can't go off. Yeah, that's, that's such a, that is such a simple thing to do. Like surely yeah. you would know to get down there a little bit. So that, that really for me, that for me, <laughs> nah, it, it's, that for me is really frustrating because it's cool. Well, yeah. and who knows, you know, maybe he's got a couple places he's got to hit and he only has so much time, like, who knows? But yeah, they they, they got to yeah. have like some better planning and some better stuff because yeah, you've you got to be looking at it when the numbers are there so you get the right numbers. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. Yeah. yeah. That's the, the other thing is that, like, that bit of water you talk about is probably one of the main, well, one of the main hunted, or well, most hunted, most hunted areas. In the biggest roost. Yeah, exactly. Around Biggest that numbers. area. Yeah. For that oh, area. Yeah, then, yeah. then you need to get good counts on that, then, if that's one of the main ones, right? Yeah. Yeah. The best ones, they do it with their salmon counts, and that's the thing of getting a fixed swing or get chopper. And, or drone. Like, drones are. Yeah, but take a photo, count your birds. That's all they do on the fixed swing. Yep. Take a photo, count them. Yeah. Not that hard. It's costly. Yeah. Mm. Well, <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm sure I'm sure it'll be a busy week this week and weekend, and then going into next week because of you know everything. Like everybody, the thing that blew me away was how many guys were buying stuff last minute. You know what I mean? Because when I I'd be at like I remember being I don't know where I was Friday. Friday before the opener, I think I was uh, in McCargill. I think that's where I was on one of the years. It was insane. Guys coming in, guns, ammo, decoys, oh, yeah. calls, like just getting everything. Like just, yeah, just madness. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. a couple days before the season, right up into it, it'll be nuts. So, so yeah, I mean it, it's 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 awesome to be back. I've been kind of breaking the guys at hunting fishing, you know, for like the last couple of years. Like, hey, let me know, let me know when we got a shot to get in there. I think I got some good stuff. I know what I I know what you guys need. I I know what we're building and the quality and everything else. So I was pretty excited that we got a shot. So so yeah, hopefully guys go in and start looking and starting to see us, you know, be a part of down there. 100%. Yeah, we've been hanging. Well, I can remember 10, 15 years ago, we had a couple of the DVDs at home of the like the old FA ones, and it was like, we, Oh, yeah, the brother like scratching their head trying to figure out how we can get our hands on the stuff. And then when we finally start seeing you in New Zealand, I was like, Oh, finally, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, Tommy had some good stuff in the room. Yeah. <clears throat> pretty nice. Well, no, was a no, day, no days off and stranglehold. And, yeah. I still it's, watch those It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool on my side going from like, like when I got into the, like the hunting 
side of it when I started guiding. And then like back then it was called pro staffing, not influencing or whatever. So when, when that happened, like that was like one of the first companies that I did stuff with was final approach because it was, it was Ron Latshaw at the time who was in charge. And that was right out of Oregon here. And then it was, you know, Bill Saunders was there and foils was there and uh, you know, all these guys were there and it was like, man, if you, if you weren't, if you weren't a part of that, like if you didn't have a black hoodie with final approach on it, like you weren't going to kill any birds, you know? So we're trying, (laughs) we're kind of trying to bring that, you know, that tradition back, you know what I mean? (laughs) So I think um, with Callum being such a bloody handyman on a camera and with his videography, he's uh, probably picked the right job to be fair. He's, He's um we yeah he's that bloody good that we we want him to come with us on our hunts and our guided hunts and things like that and he's gonna be a number one to help us advertise with throwing out yeah. some good content. So he's a pretty uh he's pretty impressive behind the lens. So very I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. Like I'm I'm pumped for a lot of stuff to go on. So yeah, I know he's good on the camera. So I know I know what's coming. So yeah. yeah. We got a couple things. We got a couple things up our sleeve. We're just waiting. We're just hanging out. <laughs> just like just getting started slow. You know, you want some yeah. mallards, some black ducks, some honkers. Yeah. yeah. Go to the store, go check out hunting fish, buy it. Go go ahead, buy. We got a little something for you. <laughs> Don't worry, there's gonna be more. So it's gonna be like magic. It's all right. <laughs> We'll start slow. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Listen, you guys are a huge help down there and hooking up with you guys so we can get kind of going down there. And, you know, I mean, crap, I can't wait to come down and see you guys and go over and see Hunter and and Jeff and freaking Tracy. And I got to go see Mr. Boom down at Tracy's, that old that old dog. I got, some, I got that's my favorite the tuxedo <laughs> the old tuxedo he's dressed up all the time i gotta go see mr boom so yeah great people down there so yeah i'm excited to get back so hopefully next year around this time i'll be down so i'm just putting it on my calendar now so um so good listen uh what's uh what's a place to get a hold of you guys uh websites or ig or give your give your socials yeah. out so people can find you like and and if somebody wants to come down for a hunt con or what or a fishing trip or whatever what are they where are they looking you can either find us on facebook which is uh central south waterfowl new zealand or our uh, website central south waterfowl nz.com or our Instagram, Central South Waterfowl underscore NZ. And that's where you can find us, flick us an email or a message, and yeah. um, we can see you up from there. Yeah, that's, and, that's and, about us. And, and NZ for all you US people, that's NZ. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. New, the abbreviation for New Zealand. Yeah, <laughs> what about you, Callum? Uh, Braden, yeah, no. or what, where do they find you if they anybody yeah. wants anything? Some slick pictures from old slick fingers over there. Trying to keep it pretty sharp, trying to keep it pretty clean, eh? But, um, no, nah, just on just on Instagram, uh, Braden Creative, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's what I mean. You got some good content, hopefully, yeah, yeah, get some you, more out. Yeah. You too, what if we are doing? What's your take on the on YouTube, Mario? Is, is that still a thing? Is there an Instagram reels and and things like that now? Everything. Do, you, do people not the YouTube or is everything's that still going? Every, yeah. Everything's still going. I think I think the way people are viewing stuff now, it's more on your phone. You know, you could you could plug your, you know, you get your TV going on YouTube and watch a show instead of you know seeing it on TV. Like reels are really big still. So, I mean, you know, here's the thing. There's so much going on on your device. Like it, it's madness, right? So you, you have to be everywhere. 
You know what I mean? You yeah. do. You have to be on every platform just to let everybody know you're alive. You know what I mean? And going yeah. and you just got to keep sticking content out. So, you know, everybody's waiting for that big, like that big post that, you know, they get a million views off of, you know what I mean? But you'll never, you'll never hit one of those. You, you might not ever hit one of those. Right. But you definitely won't hit it if you don't post stuff. So, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, For, uh, the hunting ice, you know, that is, and you're not going to be right. Oh, I, I posted, you know, you won't believe this. Have a look on my reels on my Instagram. I've, I've, <laughs> I, I posted a video that I videoed off, like, it looks like a Nokia, like the worst quality video you could ever think of. And here I am spending all this admin cutting down videos and buying new phones and things like that to try and make some, some better um, viewing, if you like. I've got a reel on there of me one-handing shooting a swan with my phone in my hand. I took it like 2014 or something. I posted it three or four months ago and I got 1.1 million views. I was like, what, bro, what? How does that work? Well, I, couldn't, I couldn't believe it, eh? It's, I'm, going um, it. I'm going to look for it right yeah. now. Have a look in the in my reels, and um, it's like got some yellow rapoly stuff at the start. I don't even, I don't even try. Like I just said, oh, I've got to chuck it up, and it just went out. It just it just went ballistic. I'm looking for like the worst. I'm looking for like the worst colored video screen that I could find to see it's, where it is. You know what I mean? It's real. It's got it's got a real yellow background. I'll show you. It's that. It's that shitty. No, nah, oh. well, it's just it's just a still photo, obviously of the real. But um, I don't know if you can see that. It's hold on, go this way a little. Let me see. Keep going. All right, I'm looking for it right now. How far down is it? Right, uh... that's, that's the bottom, so it's up more. Uh, I'll yeah, find on, it and I'll crack up. But that's the thing we're talking about. Like, how are you going to get that if you don't put yeah. it out there, right? I'll show you. Just a sh real crappy video on my Nokia. <laughs> I posted it on one hand and just smacked the swan. And I hit the big water. They got 16,500 likes and 1.1 million views. And I, I didn't even try. I think I was hung over when I posted it. I was like, oh, that'll do. And um, just went out the gate. Well, that's what's funny. So there you go. You got you got one of those, but you gotta keep you gotta keep posting. So you just keep going. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? You got to. So social's just a part of everything now. So yeah. too funny. Yeah. Well, good. Well then if, if folks want to look you guys up, they'll look you guys up. If they need to get a hold of you, they can get a hold of me or whatever, and we can get we can direct them down there. And we'll talk, we'll talk when the season's going too to see how you guys are doing because I'll be bored over here. It'll be summertime. I'll be bored out of my mind. So have you guys got snows and turkeys while we're doing our duck season? Uh turkeys are going on like now. We're actually gonna go for snows up in Canada. It's like the last, the last part of snow, uh like the spring snows. So we're gonna head up oh, and do that. Yeah. It, it's nuts. It's nuts if you if you catch them like we're the we're gonna be pretty much at one of the furthest points north through Saskatchewan. So when we catch them, like if we catch them bottled up, like it'll get real, real western real quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mario, can you answer me this? Yeah. How, how is it that you guys in the states have hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of waterfowl species, whether it's mallard, um, pintail, Canadian geese, lessers, specks, snows, right. and the limits are so low. How does, like, you might go somewhere, I understand that you haven't got no limits on snows in some areas and, right. or, or in some seasons and things like that, but, but, but <laughs> Canada's, uh, mallards, you, you've, you've got, like, limits of, four or five per person. That's where you get all these massive groups of 20 to 25 or 15 or a dozen blokes going out and having a crack. What? Why is it that your numbers are so high? Is it because the 
there are just that many more hunters in the States and that as that migration, as they move down that flight line or that, uh, what's that called? Flyway. Yeah. yeah. As they move down, they get chipped away or is it, are they low because it's just so many hunters about? Or there's got to be a reason. Because like, I think of it from a farming point of view, you've got a 100,000 geese or whatever, 20,000 geese or whatever hitting one field and this poor old farmer is trying to grow his crop for winter or yeah. for summer. Or yeah. How is that? How is that viable? I don't understand how that will work. Can you have a quick rundown on that? So, so the numbers are, are, are really concentrated when they start in Canada, right? And as they, as they move, as they move south, you know, the majority of, of the crops in the lower 48, like through the States is already harvested. You know what I mean? Now there's some, okay. there's some different places like, you, like, so out West here, like where the slot that I'm in is like the grass seed capital of the world. So there's all kind of grass and, and the birds in this flyway will eat the grass. So we're actually, that is still up and it's a problem here. So they, they try to give you, you know, a, a decent limit to try to shoot the birds and get them moving and how many days and all kind of stuff like that. But when they're setting everything else, they're just setting everything else by the numbers. Like they're not really looking at, you know, the agriculture part of it or the farmers like losing, losing crops because the majority of the people that would be losing are everybody up in the provinces in Canada because crops are just coming off. The birds are coming through in huge groups and that's when that's when the farmers are calling, you know, the outfitters and getting everybody and want them out of the, the swaths and get them out of the peas, you know what I mean? And stuff like that, because they are losing it. Like down here, by the time the birds get down in thick numbers, the majority of the ag is already, you know, harvested and moved on. You know what I mean? So yeah. so they're not losing, you know, they're not losing any dollars let's call it like i said unless they have like a grass or something that's coming up at a different time and isn't being you know really harvested you know they're growing it and and it's not like there's not like a seed head or anything that they have to get off or whatever like that you know what i mean and it depends on the weather like if like because i know out here like if we get rain real early like there might be some fields where there might be corn somewhere where they can't get it off you know what i mean and they just leave it and then the birds will just hammer it, but it, he already wrote it off as a total loss, so doesn't doesn't really matter, you know what I mean? So that's where that's where you guys is a little different, and and the migration for you guys is 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 really different than what we have, you know what I mean? Like, like well, they, you're growing your those, own birds. Those those older birds have to go somewhere. Like we've looked oh, we've looked on that. They, they do get around for sure, but. That tracking, yeah, they do collar a few of them. Yeah, yeah, and you can you look on that, and you, you can definitely see that they're going from the Alps or the mountains right. out to the coast, yeah. and then to Ellesmere. Now that's the route the route that they're taking is, is it quite like for New Zealand for it being such a small country. That's so it's a little, to us it's quite a way away. But it's right. like minuscule compared to what you guys. You can pick yeah exactly exactly yeah, yeah. they probably and that's like, just over that molting period. They must yeah. Go, by the looks of it, they go and molt on it, and then literally fly back. Vice versa. Like, I can remember sitting, <laughs> oh, I used to live close to Ellesmere, and, and like in December or February, so they're either, you know, like going into the molt as around Christmas and New Year's. Right. Um, you quite often hear big flocks of geese leaving the lake on foremost. You sit out there at night time having a few beers with your mates, and all of a sudden they're trying to geese fly over, heading to the mountains or coming right. back. Right, either or, right, going or coming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, these geese yeah. probably only trip maybe four hundred kilometers stop. Not. Yeah, they, not, they, not, they, not even. Nah, they do a lot. Yeah, yeah, true. Well, they have their own routes. You know what I mean? They have their own routes. So, yeah. like you said, coming down and going back up, it's the same thing here. You know what I mean? I could, I could tell you right now, like almost the majority of small Canada geese have left. There's a little bit still here, but they should just about all be gone. All the pintails are gone. They were gone a month or two ago. Like they left early this year that I thought there's still some mallards and some widgeon and some spoonies here. Um, the snows are really moving hard because they're on that clock. 
you know, they're on that, that, that we have to get to the breeding grounds, like snows are on it heavy. And, uh, so, so they've been moving cranes have been, the cranes have been moving. So like everything is on the move, but I can tell you at the third week of September, you know, right, right in like the 20th, 21st to the end of the month, like I could sit outside my house and I could go out there at 10 o'clock at night when it's pitch black and I could listen to the snows and the specks just come right over me because they're going from Washington straight to California. They're not even, they're not even stopping here and it's every year. So you could set your watch to it. So, you know, the, the birds are on a, a schedule and a timeline, no matter where they are. And they know where they're going yeah. to, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. I can't do cranes that could have eaten. The what? The cranes? I said, I know. yeah. Are they that good at eating? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it is the best just, bird to eat. It is the best bird I to eat, hands down. Post and it's just like, you know. The rain and the sky and all this yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. Isn't that good? Yeah, you know, just like I'll put it this. I'll put it this way: right. if if cranes were over there, and listen, you guys got a lot of rednecks. You just have different rednecks over there. But if if you had if <laughs> you had if you had cranes, if you guys had cranes over there, and you tasted them, and you're like, oh my god. You guys would you guys would be killing them all. What did you get today? I got my limit of cranes. I got my limit of cranes. Did you shoot anything else? Nope. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So yeah, it's a cool, it's a cool bird. It's a it's a yeah. weird bird. It looks like a like it is. It's a dinosaur. Like no no kidding. Like it is. Yeah. It is a dinosaur. Like if you, if you go back and read, you know, and and birds were the first that that have evolved or like the only species that has evolved like from prehistoric age. That is a dinosaur, one hundred percent. It is a wild looking bird. Yeah, you could see that thing walking around by like a T Rex. I'm telling you. It is, it is a freaking dinosaur. It's so wild. Yeah. 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 That, that definitely, I would put that on my list if I were you guys, 100%. Yeah. It's just like coming down there and shooting the parries. You guys think like, what the hell do you want to shoot those for, bro? That is such a cool bird. So cool looking. I love it. I love it. Yeah. If they want in, they want in. There's no stopping you be standing out there. You know, oh yeah, so if they want to come, they come. But it's just the color, the colors on that bird, you know, on both of them, it's just incredible. So I, I, I remember the first pair we shot. I was like, we sat there taking pictures for like 20 minutes, and the guys are just looking at us like we were idiots. That green, that green bar, right? And and the 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 brownie. Oh yeah, no, it's just there's like a gold flip on the yeah. on the track. Yeah. It's yeah, the I, like for me. It's the it's the it's the Drake. It's the black. It's the black on the chest. It's the black on the chest with the like the gold on it, like the bronze on on top of the black, like right on the tips of the feathers. Eyes, pretty cool. Like and it's it's it, it, it's it's all that the that the 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 paradise heme is more decorative. Than the than the drake, which is usually all the way around for attracting right. males and things like that, or females. But the, but the carrying hen is just to me is stunning, stunningly gorgeous. Drake. That's what I'm saying. If you well, shoot a pair, it's madness what's going on. Like the colors, you know, it, it's like shooting two drakes because the colors on both of them are so so wild and incredible. It's it's the coolest bird, no doubt. When I, when I'm down there, that I'm like, these things are so cool. It's it's sick. Plus, obviously, we don't get to shoot them, so I want to shoot. You know, did you shoot him? Yeah. Did did you shoot shoot an uh, an Australasian shoveler when you were down here? <clears throat> uh, we shot 
I didn't shoot one, but we shot one uh, down at Mike Stents. I think we might have shot one or two that day. Yeah. That was pretty good. That's real cool. Yeah. That's yeah, the shovelers are pretty cool. And we obviously we we you could shoot a white swan here, but we don't have black swans. So so shooting one of those, like those are monsters. Like shooting one of those is cool. Like there's like you guys definitely have some cool stuff to chase down there. And just seeing the other birds that you know that you can't shoot, like seeing the teal or mm. or or seeing the scop, you know, and yeah. things like that. And and it's just really cool yeah. stuff. Coots, brown teal, gray teal. Yeah. Yeah. You guys got you guys got cool stuff. Yeah, there's no doubt. There's so much cool wildlife down there. Yeah. Yeah. Like I still enjoy it. What? Yeah. Oh, still, let's get you. Get down, get down. <laughs> this is a good time. Must have some bird over here. <laughs> Save the birds. Yeah. Well, I'll be, I'll be ready. I'll be ready for you guys next year, no doubt. So, well, let's do this. Let's, uh, we'll do this again or whatever. Hop on or get me some reports. And when you guys start, start hunting and shooting stuff, make sure you throw up some pictures or send us some pictures. We'll, we'll, we'll talk. And get sorted out so we'll all you know we're all good there send us your um snapchat aria and then we can see you some more explicit stuff <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll i'll add you to snapchat oh my god here we go I got, i'm pretty too rated i got kids but connor's is oh, yeah, on, connor is the kid much. yeah i got it it's all right i'll i'll get your i'll get your snaps I'll add you. Too funny. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Go drink more beer. I need one more. No, I'm not getting beer, eh? It's not bad, this stuff. That's Too terrible. Funny. I don't like it. What are you Good. drinking? Pale ale. Pale <laughs> ale. There you go. Um, Have at it. There you go. I am starting to get awfully large. It's starting to grow wide, so I need to drink another alcohol. Look out. Look out. All right, let's stay in touch, and we'll talk soon. Sweet, man. Cool, man. Thanks, you, Tom. Right. I appreciate it. All, All right, good. cheers, you guys. Talk to you guys soon. Oh, see you. Bye. Bye.